business. The blog and podcast for game changers and innovators in the construction industry. Hello and welcome to this episode of the AEC Business Podcast. My name is Arni Heiskanen and my guest is Josh Kanner, the founder and CEO of New Metrics. Josh, it's great to have you on the podcast. Arnie, thanks for the invitation. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about our industry. Uh, so you're the founder and CEO of New Metrics. What does your company do? What we do is we tap into the increasing amounts of digital data that we are creating and storing in the AEC industry. We use it to both understand and predict risk in project delivery. We've started in the area of safety, but as you can imagine, there are many opportunities to uh, to address risk in, in project delivery in our industry. You mentioned safety. What inspired you to focus on that topic in the first place? Well, um, it's uh, ultimately, it's our customers that did. The customer base at Numetrics, which were formerly known as SmartBid, uh, was gathering a bunch of visual data um, and realized that there was interesting insights that could be gleaned from that data that was already there. So these are for companies like Suffolk Construction, Shawmut Design and Construction, Clayco, Clark, others, where they're gathering a ton of visual data today. And from talking with them in particular, I remember a conversation I had with the chief safety officer of Shawmut, Sean Carvalho. He said, listen, um, we have hit a plateau in terms of safety in the construction industry. The Both the fatality rate per man hour worked, as well as the total inc recordable incident rate, the TRIR in our industry is plateaued for the last 10 years. We need something new. We need to be able to change the game. And what we were able to identify through AI is that there are many indicators, leading indicators of safety risk in the visual data that Shamit was already collecting. Those turned into risk indicators that Sean and the team there started to use to help focus their attention. Because what it did is it was like a force multiplier for them. Instead of being limited by just the eyes and ears of their safety team, they now had thousands and thousands of eyes every week gathering safety observations. And so that really opened um, our eyes um, in terms of the value of the data and put us on the road to building out safety, both visual analytics, and now as new metrics, we've really expanded it to include analytics, not just of visual data, but also of structured data, like manpower data, like um, uh, specifics around what incidents have been occurring, um, ratios of uh, observation rates to, um, to a whole bunch of other um, uh, project-specific data, like how many folks are on site. And that's um, that's been the journey for us, really, to, to address this Ultimately, when you talk to any contractor or trade partner, they'll say a safety is incredibly important. It's their, it's the number one, you know, every, every meeting should start with a safety moment if it's over a certain number of people. Um, and all of, all of those things uh, contributed to us focusing on safety first. Oh, okay, yeah. you mentioned that the safety stats have hit a plateau over the recent years. So why do you think that safety is still an issue and the construction industry is not actually in the top class in terms of safety? Well, I think it's a combination of factors. One of them is that construction is risky. I mean, it's just there's some risks that you can't, that you uh, simply cannot 
that are difficult to contain. It also has to do with the organizational structure of, of commercial construction that there's fundamentally a relation, there's, you know, there's a relationship between the general contractor and the trades that, you know, it's not there. Not every employee is working for the same boss, so to speak, and that can make um, consistent programs more challenging. And then it's it's there's also this issue of just manpower. You know how much how much safety um, oversight and attention can you spend um, because on on a job? I mean, jobs are big. There's far flung areas. How do you how do you really get? How do you tie data uh, and gather data? um, from, from projects, um, that are, that are so large without throwing a ton of people at it. Cause really, if you don't have data on it, how do you measure it? How do you manage it? Um, and that's, that's been one of the key things that we've been addressing is really looking at how you can, um, get more data about what's going on in the field and use that to help drive engagement, drive conversations, and ultimately improve, improve the awareness of safety. So that ultimately, I mean, it goes from being uh, externally focused, you know, compliance driven, thou shalt be safe. And these are the things you should do to being more internally motivated, uh, where everyone on the job understands, um, and, uh, is internally driven to, to be safe, um, as opposed to being forced to be safe through a compliance oriented mentality. So it's a question of culture in a way. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, so culture is an overused term. What we like to think about is something a little bit more measurable. Um, we like to think about, and our customers measure this: conversations. So the metric of culture, in one way, Arnie, is is conversations. How many conversations are having are being had about safety, not just negative ones, positive ones, um, and who are those conversations? Who's having those conversations? Um, it turns out, actually, if the, in uh, many systems, that concept of a conversation is is an, uh, called an observation. An observation, though, has this sort of, you know, observer, observee kind of mentality to it, right? I'm watching you do something, but really an observation should be a conversation. We just did a webinar with the uh, chief operating officer of Lithgo, which is a their very large concrete trade about actually three quarters of a million US dollars annual, uh, billion rather, 750 million a year in annual revenue. His, um, he, he measures as the COO, he measures engagement and conversations as a critical factor for safety health and ultimately for what you, what you would call culture. Yeah, that's brilliant. I haven't heard of that previously. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, it's interesting, Arnie. There's actually, it's a movement in the world of risk management, in the safety risk management world um, to, it, to, to, to move to this, um, what's more, what's called conversation-based safety. Um, and you contrast that to what has been done in the past, sort of the first era, the first epoch of uh, digitization in the safety arena, which in my prior company, Vela Systems, we were a part of creating that first era uh, was very checklist driven. So checklists have many items to fill out, 40 items. And it's designed, it was designed originally to be like a prompt, like don't forget to do these things and also to generate data. What it turned into sadly is uh, a paper, what's called pencil whipping exercise. 
because it didn't encourage conversations. It encouraged whoever was doing the checklist to basically sit in their trailer or sit in their truck and just get it done on a Friday because it was a pain in the ass to do. So the, the whole observation-based or conversation-based safety, it's um, the digitization of, of that engagement has become a has become actually a movement in the safety industry that that we at Metrics are a part of. So you have a solution, and you already uh, touched on that a little bit. But can you explain what exactly is your solution, and who uses it, and who is it for? Yeah, sure. So um, our primary customers and users are uh, large contractors and trade partners um, all over the world. Um, we have customers actually uh, in the UK, we have in, in the Pacific Rim, in Japan, in Australia, here in the US, in North America, Latin America. Um, they're contractors who care about data and want to be safer, really. I mean, that, it's uh, if you and it doesn't have to be purely altruistic, you know, it doesn't have to be just out of the goodness of your heart, although it's, I mean, Sending people home safe, having a safe work environment is critical for everybody. There are massive workers' compensation and insurance benefits to being safer as well. Um, so if if our customers are, are construction companies who typically, so they're not, to, this, these aren't design and engineering firms um, uh, who are more consultants and don't really put work in place. These are folks who bear the risk of, of construction delivery. Um, so the, the, um, the overall uh, value proposition is is really about data un and using data to be able to understand not just where you are, but where are you going in safety. So we're taking when, uh, one of the key things that we've been able to do is take unstructured data like photos and also other unstructured data um, that, that we can then combine to create predictive features that then predict which 20% of projects are going to have 80% of the safety incidents every week. We generate a dashboard, which is actually very prescriptive. It's not just lines and charts, which can be interpreted a lot of different ways. We generate a dashboard that says, for your firm, Arnie, here are the top 10 projects in terms of risk that you should be focused on, and here's why. So you focus on these 10 instead of 50, put your resources against these 10 and you will address 80% of your risk. So it's a force multiplier effect in terms of your current team. It lets them do more with less time and ultimately reduce risk and, uh, uh, and, uh, and focus on because they're focusing on where, where it exists. That makes sense. So obviously you have been doing this for quite some time. What is the best thing that anyone has said about your solution? Yeah, so the I have a bit of recency bias because I was just with one of our customers last week, but he, uh, I, I, I'm a, I'm a very much um, into real, real stories, sort of real examples. And one of our customers last week told me about how they had used the metrics data um, and some of the visual data in new metrics to have a conversation with the safety manager as well as the project manager around a given job um, out in Los Angeles, where um, it allowed them to have a really good conversation and engagement around this new phase of work that had just started that had some specific risks that they needed to address. Uh, and it helped, helped, ha helped them have a very positive conversation that they would have never had because they didn't have um, visibility in what was happening on that job. 
because we were able to aggregate the data, analyze both the structured data as well as the image data, we created visibility, a new, we got ahead of the risk. And we created what our customer told us was a really excellent opportunity to address a risk that they, that they um, hadn't known about before. So to me, that's the best thing that anyone could say is, hey, you helped us find things that we didn't even know were there and you helped us reduce our overall risk profile uh, and, and, um, and send, send folks home safe and, and ultimately reduce our loss, loss exposure on the insurance side. Do you have any specific metrics or numbers that you can refer to as benefits for your customers? Yeah, yeah, we've got we've got a lot of them. Um, so uh, you know, we see incident reduction rates from ten to fifty percent. We've seen some really significant incident reduction rates. That's from the use of our um, predictive product, as well as we have a product that allows field teams to do conversation-based safety through observations. And then uh, one of our core products is our what we call safety monitoring, which is the visual AI analytics of all the visual data that's flowing through your existing systems. Um, so 10 to 50% there, incident reduction rate. And then we have customers that are also using our data to negotiate better insurance rates at renewal time. This is a really, this is actually a really challenging time in the insurance industry and construction. It's what's called a hard market, which basically means everybody's paying more money. <laughs> it's just really, so the rates of increase quarter over quarter are, are uh, significant, 10 to 20% rates, rate increases. People are seeing quarter over quarter, year over year. And by having systems like Numetrics, it allows a customer and their broker to work with various carriers and get preferential treatment. Mm, how do your customers get to use your solution? Uh, what is the process of implementing it? Yeah, yeah. So we have a really straightforward process for deployment. Um, you know, I've been in the industry now since 2000, end of 2004, early 2005. So over 16 years now. I know construction companies have a lot going on even though they're gathering data, they, they may not have teams that are well-versed in putting it together in all the ways that we do. So we actually have a two-phase deployment process. The first phase is us working with a customer over a fixed time duration to assess their current data, to help them extract it, and to build out um, think of it as a value, an overall value proposition for how their data can be used in new ways. Whether that's predictive models, it's some metrics that we have that we've now developed as benchmarks. So even if you're not building a predictive model, we have a whole bunch of benchmarks that we've developed across over 1,250 years of incident data. So it's over 12 and a half centuries of incident data on construction, um, which then allows us to give the customer a whole bunch of different ways that they can get value from what they're doing today whether it's metrics or uh, increased uh, opportunities for engagement from their existing photo data or um, implementing a conversation-based safety program. Okay, so you have started with safety. What do you see in the future for you and the industry in the, in the next five years? Yeah, I think there's a, lot, there's a lot of road left to go on the safety side. Uh, the pieces I get very excited about because our customers are excited about them, is con start continuing to connect safety and safety data programs into the fabric of how they think about loss prevention um, 
and how that ties into insurance. So how can that data be used to provide what would be in essence a safe driver discount to the construction industry? where instead of managing and measuring how you as a driver are already, I'm sure you're a very safe driver. Um, all right. That's a question. Yes. Good. Okay. Um, so how you, uh, how drivers get benefits for being safe drivers, um, construction companies should get some kind of more dynamic and powerful benefit beyond just what's your, you know, your overall recordable incident rate. Um, uh, you, you should, there should, there's more, there's more to be had there. And that's, so that's where I get excited. That, so that's depth on the safety side. Then there's additional areas of construction risk. Quality is one, you know, one of the statistics that we had a, that um, I think uh, is still, is still true in construction is that it can be anywhere from 10 to 25% of each dollar uh, is wasted because of rework. So how do you know what your areas of rework are likely to be? How do you focus on uh, focus on those areas? How do you get ahead of it? How do you predict rework? How do you predict quality loss? That's an exciting area as well. Well, if our listeners would like to know more and connect with you, how can they do that? Yeah, so just go to newmetrics.com. That's N-E-W-M-E-T-R-I-X.com. You can check us out there. Um, we do tons of webinars, uh, a lot of blogs, um, because what we're doing is very new. Um, so we want to make sure everybody understands what goes into building the models and, and uh, running running the outcomes there. Um, so yeah, that, check us out there. Um, they can also send a note to uh, info at newmetrics.com if you want to get an email, you know, uh, get an email query there response we'll we'll follow up right away very good josh thanks for sharing your insights with us and i think that uh, managing construction safety with your solution is is definitely something that our listeners should consider so let's keep in touch sounds great thank you thanks for having the podcast and for getting the word out about construction technology i Having been in this industry now over you know 16 years, it's great to see these kinds of outlets for all the innovation that's happening in our industry. Um, we've we're you know continuing to we're continuing to innovate uh, and build on the momentum, uh, and it's, it's it's really exciting to see. There's still a lot to do, uh, but we've come a long way. Thanks for listening. For more stories and news about construction industry innovation and technology, visit aec-business.com.